BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having an amazing day and a bright sunny morning that's about to get a little bit sunnier because I am honored to be sitting next to, sad obviously that Jackie's gone, but nonetheless, honored to be sitting next to the keto king himself, the man, the myth, my husband, Ben Soffer, boy with no job. Hi, Ben. Is it really that sad that she's missing? Yes, it is. You could speak up a little bit. Don't be shy. Is it really that sad? It's devastating, but thankfully we were able to get literally the biggest keto influencer on the planet to fill in for her. So, I mean, that's pretty incredible. Is that though what my name will, what I'll be remembered for? Well, keto King. I think it's far more the biggest de Blasio, anti de Blasio influencer out there. Well, not to be mean, but you know, I will be mean. You being the keto king when you've never actually done keto is, um, it's funny. And I think maybe that's on brand for you. The lies. I did keto for like two and a half blissful months. Oh my God, the lies. No, 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 I did. And it really, it really worked, um, clearly. Clearly, yeah. Um, We have an amazing show. Thank you, Ben, for stepping in, taking time out of your busy day. I know Ben is not really a, like, I I picked the stories, I tried to tailor them to you, because you don't really know, you know, that much. Yes, I do. No, I I have a feeling I'm going to have to explain some stuff to you, which is totally fine, but Ben did watch the brand new season of The Bachelor with me last night, and honestly, he was more captivated than I was. Like, towards the end, it's such a long episode, towards the end, I was really just trailing off on my phone, and Ben was like, oh my God, is Victoria going to get the rose? No, no, no. Not like that. I yes. was angry about it. By the way, yeah, Ma- yeah, yeah. Angry. By, by the way, Matt Jones. Guy can get it. Well, his name is Matt James. Well, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, yes, we're going to dive into the TV recap segment, and I have a Bachelor related story since you're now so well versed in Bachelor content. And it was actually a great time for you to be on the show because it's the beginning of a new season with a new Bachelor who's never been on the air before. And we're just really excited to have you here. Anything you want to say to the people before we start talking about things that aren't you? No, um, it's it's great to be here. It's great to be back. Mm-hmm. Always love, always love coming here. Yeah, it's and like, uh, thank you, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor, truly. It, when was it the is. last time you were on the toast? Uh, it could be a year. Yeah. It, was, it could be a long time. And it's rare that I get to do it with you. Yeah. Usually we just do like a, I don't know, a Patreon episode here and there. Jackie and I usually co-host. You're on the road doing crazy things. Yep, you know. And uh, yeah, it's just just me and Jackie, but it's, it's me and you now. I missed you. I missed you more. How are you? I'm doing How's well. Ben? I have to clear my throat. I'm really sorry. No, no. <coughs> ben, seriously, I'm dead fucking serious. Do not do that on this podcast. Something got caught. Ben has this unbelievably terrible, sickening disease where he 
<laughs> has to clear his throat. And I'm serious, Ben. You will not ruin the podcast. I'm dead serious. You will listen to me. You need a water. I will get you a water. No, I don't need a water. Do not do that again. I'm dead serious. People are listening as a podcast. This is podcast only. And I take my audio very seriously. And I will seriously cut out your throat if you do it again. Okay. And then you won't have the clear, the cut throating problem. Oh the my cle- the throat God. Clear. You won't have the throat. Cur- the threats. You won't have the throat clearing problem if you don't have a throat anymore. The threats. Okay. Yes. Do we see each other? We see each other. All right. Um, now, I think if that's all you have to say about yourself, any projects you want to plug? No, I mean, look, working on a lot of crazy stuff. But I'll, <laughs> but I'll talk about that when, they, when they're ready, you know? I don't like teasing things. When you tease things, they end up not happening, and then everybody's like, oh, what happened to the thing that oh you were God. teasing? I'm the yeah. queen of doing that, and you Jackie always like... Yeah, you just you can't do it. You yeah. can't do it. There's just... This is going to be one hell of a year. Yeah. We're going to have a great year. Great. Everyone's going to have a great year. You know, just like Mr. James did when he came on The Bachelor, I'd like to say a little prayer for those uh, on the toast. (laughs) I wish that we all have a 2021 that is just so fucking banging that we all make so much money and that everybody's families are happy and healthy. That's beautiful, Ben. I like how you put money before health of the family. We can pay for health. (laughs) We can't health for pay. (laughs) No, you can't pay for health. Why not? Um, So we have a great show for you guys today. Lots of news that needs to be discussed, and we'll just see if Ben knows who these people are. Um, So without further ado, do you think it is time, Ben? It is time. Papama. It is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. (laughs) And while that may be true, I... uh, I've been feeling a little, a little ill lately. I don't think it's Corona. I think it's a case of RDH. Mm. I think I have a little bit of remission, a little bit of devastation, and a little bit of heartbreak. Mm. But I know just how to fix it. Mm. Today's episode is brought to you by Honey. Thinking is overrated. Between work, home, school, kids, relationship, the world, you've got enough on your plate. That's why Honey is here to make at least one aspect of your life a lot less complicated. Saving money. Just add Honey to your computer for free and shop on lots of your favorite websites like normal. If Honey finds a coupon, it will automatically tell you, apply the correct codes, and drop the price in a flash. No thinking, no remembering, no searching, just blissful automation. It's already found over a billion dollars in savings automatically. I use Honey on every single website. They have it at Revolve, uh, Sephora, Ulta, uh, Bloomingdale's. I literally use it everywhere. It is a true no-brainer. I used to like literally shop online and then open a new tab and be like, Sephora promo code. And literally, Honey does it all for you. It takes two seconds. It's a browser extension, and you just download it. It's free. It's so fabulous. In just a few seconds, you could have one less thing to worry about. So what are you waiting for? Try Honey today at joinhoney.com slash toast. That's joinhoney.com slash toast. Check it out. I feel, I mean, I found out about Honey from the toasters, so I feel like a lot of the toasters already have it. Um, But if you don't, like, you're just wasting money, and nobody wants to waste money. Um, All right, Ben, are you ready? This is, like, the big news of the day. I don't know if you saw it on the Morning Toast Instagram. We kind of, like, broke the news, and then our... Instagram took our photo down for copyright violation. Oh, is it uh, the one of Harry Styles and Olivia Munn holding hands? Olivia Munn? No, it's <laughs> Olivia Wilde. Same person. But speaking of Olivia Munn, before we dive into this, you want to hear like a crazy piece of gossip that like the toasters are, have found. I don't know if it's 100% true, but people think that Olivia Munn, who you know who that is, right? Now I think I may have people confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Olivia Munn is the dark-haired actress. She dated Aaron Rodgers. That's how you would know her. Forever they dated. I'll show you a picture. I don't know. Does if you, she sort of look like Olivia Culpo? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, this is her. Like confusingly. No, she uh, doesn't really look like Olivia Culpo. This is Olivia Munn. I've, She's in. I, I have <laughs> never seen that woman before <laughs> in my life. She dated Aaron Rodgers for like eight years. I can't believe you don't know that. By the way, 
I swear on my life, I've never seen that woman before. Okay, well, then the piece of gossip that I have no, for you. No, tell me. Just, 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 just. Because the toasters will care. People think that she spent Christmas and might be dating Rustin Kelly, who's Casey Musgrave's uh, ex-husband. Oh, wow. The one with the long hair? No. Is that one? Is he fat? About? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Rustin Kelly's just like a tall guy with short hair. Oh, my God. Um, whatever. For those on the toast who care, Olivia Munn um, is rumored to have spent the holiday season with Rustin Kelly, who's obviously Casey Musgrave's ex-husband, which would be like kind of a cute um, pairing and obvious that Rustin Kelly has like a very specific type. But it, Ben, back to you. Hang on. His first name is Rustin. Yes, he's wow. Rustin. He's wow. a country singer. Mm. Um, okay. So now, do you know who Olivia Wilde is? Yes. Who is she? I know who Olivia Wilde is. What's I she know, from? I, I don't know, but I know exactly who she is. Right, let me just show you a picture. Just I in case. know. I just want, don't insult me. I just want you to be like. Yes, I know who she okay. is. So, in like the most strange news ever, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles were seen holding hands as a source says, quote, they have dated for a few weeks. A hot new couple may be kicking off 2021 in style. What a lame article written by people. Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles were seen holding hands at a friend's wedding over the weekend, sparking dating rumors for the pair who recently, excuse me, worked together on the film Don't Worry Darling, which Styles stars Mm. in and Wilde directed. Did you just clear your throat? Mm Mm-mm. I said, mm. They were in Montecito, California this weekend for a wedding, a source tells people. They were affectionate around their friends, held hands, and looked very happy. They have dated for a few weeks. So the photos kind of took the internet by storm. They're walking hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And at first when I saw the pictures, I'm like, Harry Styles is a gentleman. They're at a wedding outside. Olivia Munn, I mean, you got me fucking confused now. Olivia Wilde is like in heels. He's just holding her hand, helping her get from point A to point B. And I thought people were like overreacting at the photos because she just got out of an eight-year relationship with Jay. Jason Sudeikis, they have two kids. Like, it was kind of like a big breakup. But then all these reports came out, like, pretty much solidifying, like, that they are dating. So here we are. What are your thoughts? Please speak into the microphone. I know that we're not supposed to ask how old the woman is. Can you at least tell me the age gap between the two? Would you ask that question if it was a man who was older? I you said, wouldn't. Would you show me a stick piece of shit? I still want to know the age gap. Why? I want to know the age gap. It's irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. It's I irrelevant. Would li- I would like to know the age gap. He, he's 26. She's 36. It's really not I, that big of a deal. I was just simply curious. I think. Chauvinistic motherfucker. I think that it's all a press ploy. For people, the movie? Yeah. People know when they're being photographed and when they're being filmed. It's not like if you go to a wedding and the wedding says no phones and whatever, you hold hands, you smooch, you do whatever you want. They knew they were being watched without I, question. And now all of a sudden, what are we talking about? Nobody heard of this fucking movie before. I didn't know that they were in a movie together. All that we're hearing, movie, 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 movie. Is it a part of the movie? Is it not a part of the movie? Is it the movie? Are they in the movie together? You know what? That's a definite... Um I like that take. I do. And that's something we talk about here a lot at the Morning Toast. I do think that both Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde are too famous and too, like, A-list to entertain something like that. But it's very possible. Mm -hmm. I I think it's very possible. But another thing um, is this wedding was a 20-person wedding, obviously, because of COVID in Palm Springs. And the person whose wedding it was is Harry's manager. So he's, like, not a famous person. He's, like, a Hollywood industry guy. So I don't know if they would have thought, per se, that there would be paparazzi there. I think actually... Of all the places they've gone, I think they could assume that a 20-person wedding at someone's house in the middle of a pandemic when the bride and groom are not famous actually could be a safe space for you to hold hands in public. I do think that. It's possible. I don't know. I don't buy it. By the way. No, but now there are, like, people or sources. I mean, of course, sources could be bullshit, but there are people saying, like, he's met her kids. Um, they've been, like, mm. basically living together. This is, like, definitely a relationship. Mm. All right. Well, then I wish them well. Me too. That is the case. 
I mean, obviously, no offense to you or to Olivia Wilde, like that should be me, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, not, not to interrupt, I do have another, uh, a bit of a press ploy that I thought of. Okay, you have another theory. Another theory. No, but it's not about Harry and Olivia. I do think, though, that you'll find it interesting and that the toasters will find it interesting. Okay, what's it about? Now or maybe the sixth. What's it about? Uh, Twisted Tea. What's that? Did you read about this? Oh, the guy who got hit in the face? Ready for this? Wait, wait, can you just give me a background? What is Twisted Tea? It's like a Twisted Tea is like a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Okay. Right? And I saw this video that went viral of a guy in a gas station getting knocked out with a bottle of Twisted Tea. Yeah, before that. I don't know if you noticed all over uh, the, the meme world, people were just posting uh, just ads of Twisted Tea, but they weren't hashtagging ads. They were just like putting little Twisted Tea as like legs on people. And, I didn't see that. Okay, it was everywhere. That's against FTC regulations. Yeah, on all the other meme accounts, all of them, just Twisted Tea, Twisted Tea, Twisted Tea. And everybody's like, what the fuck is up with Twisted Tea? All of a sudden, you hear... Man beaten with a twisted tea. It was a terrible video. Yeah. Not man beaten with a drink. Not man beaten. So what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that that was a press ploy and that the video was fake. No way. Have you ever heard of an article, man beaten with Diet Coke? No, you say man beaten over the head with a can. The only reason why you'd include the brand name is if you wanted it to go viral. And that is the smoking hot gun. You think that this viral video... That's coming on the legs of Twisted Tea doing all the social media marketing. Yes. You think that this video is now a part of some sort of marketing. I can't imagine any brand wanting to be a part of it. That video was horrendous. It really scared me. Great. And now you know what Twisted Tea is. No, 100%. I never heard of it before. That's like a very random tangent for you to go on, but appreciative nonetheless. Sorry. I just thought everybody would find it interesting. No, that is interesting. And just we, we here at the Morning Toast are wishing Olivia Styles. I mean, well, that, that could <laughs> wow. be her name. Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles, the best. Yes, wish them people, well. People named Olivia are just so lucky. It's a great name. It's a great name. And Jackie and I were talking about how, like, Jackie always says, like, she's never met a person named Olivia who wasn't fabulous and elegant. And now Olivia Wilde is out here proving that theory because she landed Harry Styles. And if your name is Olivia, there's a song by One Direction about you. I live for you. I long for you, Olivia. Hey. And then there's also a John Mayer song. I'm thinking something like Olivia could get me through the night. And literally no one's ever written a song about Claudia. The closest I have is calling Gloria. (laughs) When I was younger, I used to be like, Claudia, da-da-da, you're always on the run now, Claudia. Is there a song about Ben? No. Yeah. But Ben is a great name, but not as good as Olivia. The reason why Olivia, I think it's such a great name. If you want to be that like serious person, yes. Olivia, if you want to just be like cool, live, you mm-hmm. can. Uh, if you want to be like Livy, Livy, or is Libby uh, Olivia? No, Libby is, I think, a Elizabeth. Yeah, it's like a nickname for Elizabeth or like Lillian. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have Livy, Liv, Olivia. Yeah. And Olive, potentially. Nobody, nobody calls them, them Olive? No, that's an entirely different name. Mm-hmm. Moving on to our second story of the day, which is some, at first seems like heartbreaking news, but I think it's going to be okay. We'll see. According to Billboard, Florida Georgia Lines, Tyler Hubbard, and Brian Kelly announced plans to release solo music. But the duo promises fans that they aren't breaking up. The two went on their Florida Georgia Line Instagram account and did like a IGTV nine-minute video um, that I, I'm not going to lie, like was so boring. I did only watch half of it. But essentially, they announced that they have an, a joint album coming out in February, but they are starting to line up releasing their own music. But the duo is not going to split up. According to Billboard, in the nearly 10-minute video call that the country duo shared on their social media over the weekend, Kelly explained how the ongoing pandemic gave him a lot of extra time at home for soul searching and a nice break from songwriting before he got back into the swing of things. 
He said, me and you have had conversations three or four years ago, and this has kind of been a lifelong dream of mine, but it kind of felt like I started writing an album once I started writing again in August and had a couple of songs that I started that I just felt like maybe I'm supposed to sing these and probably have a project, an outlet for these to come out on. We talked about that before and just the timing wasn't right. All the dots weren't really connected. Everything wasn't in line. So essentially, um, when, when, if you know the Florida George line dynamic. There's two guys. One of them is very... Oh, I know them. Brian. I was once a fan. One of them is named Brian Kelly, which is so funny. Really? Yeah. Wow. And the other is Tyler Hubbard. And Tyler really sings 99%. But Brian writes all the songs, produces all the music. So it's like a perfect partnership. But I guess Brian has been writing music that like he wants to perform. And he's been holding on to this music for a while. And now he feels like it's a good time to release some of his solo music. They are assuring everyone they're not splitting up. but And, and I would believe them. I really would, if not for two things. History it, it has proven itself. I mean, remember when One Direction was just going on a hiatus? Like, mm-hmm. history has not been kind to, to these types of situations. So I don't, I don't want to be negative, but I just have to know what the precedent says. The second thing is that we, uh, in the last month, have actually been talking about we're feeling like Florida Georgia Line could potentially be breaking up because it was like a little drama. Like, the wives unfollowed them on Instagram. There was like family drama, and we never got to the bottom of why or how. But now this seems like another, you know thing in the storyline and I just think it's interesting and I don't want to be pessimistic if they say they're not breaking up I will believe them but I just have to be I just have to think of everything you know yeah I don't know I really liked them at one point I just have they released any like new good country music like yes all the time are you sure I mean you just say that you don't even check like what because I didn't play it enough times in the house for you to memorize it no I'm just saying like ever since holy you know they've gone way down I mean, Holy was the best song ever. You're holy, holy, Whenever. holy. Okay, okay, okay. When, I'm the only one who's allowed holy. to <laughs> Whenever Ben wants to like practice his singing um, talent, you're very talented, um, he sings that song, Holy. So that's like his song. And it obviously holds a special place in your heart. So I would think you would have some more to say about this news. You won't give me one chorus? No. I'm one chorus? No. People already complain that we sing too much on the podcast. And clearly, I'm really the only one who's allowed to do it. Wow. But can you give me some of your thoughts on this news? Yeah, look, I think that they're a very talented duo. I think, though, that maybe they, you know, they opened a bar, right? FGL House, is that what it's called? And they said in the video they were thinking of opening another. Yeah, they they started doing pop songs. uh, Didn't they do stuff with Bieber? Am I wrong about that? You're wrong about that. That was Dan and Shay. No, but they did. They did that song with Bieber Rexha, which which was a country song. But but they they went a little pop. It's meant to be. Yeah, it's okay. No, that's not, by the way, that was literally the number one song of 2019. Yeah, look. They did their own thing. And they got really famous. Mm -hmm. Open bars, started going into pop. It only makes sense that they're turning into businessmen. And they're taking a back seat. And they're recording in their spare time by themselves. You know, keep the cash coming in. I mean, they are, you're right. They are so wealthy. Like, they they turned their, their fame with, like, Holy and Cruise they literally turn those two songs into like a multi-billion dollar. Yeah, and Holy is an amazing song. Incredible. But they don't need to release anymore. Oh, I disagree, but I, I hear what you're saying. But you still haven't given me like a full, like, do you think they're breaking up or not? It's a very simple question. I think that they are breaking up. I think that you said that there's some drama about the wives I'm following feel, on Instagram. Yeah. Look, if there's drama, it can't be good. Can't be good. It can't be good. So yeah, I think that they are breaking up. I think that they'll... Always remain friends. They'll always remain close. Maybe call each other on the high holidays. <laughs> but I think that uh, for now, they're done. Okay. Thank you for finally getting... They're kaput. 
oh, that's so sad. Like, I'm devastated, mm-hmm. even though I just want to put it out there. Like, I did call it, but mm-hmm. it's fine. Mm-hmm. Not to make this about me. Next story, page six is saying Emma Stone is pregnant, expecting her first child with husband Dave McCary. You know who Emma Stone is, right? Yeah, didn't they just get engaged? Wow, you're really um, keeping up with Emma Stone. No, by the way. Is she your... L- love she, Emma Stone. Is she your celebrity crush? No, she's just great. Big fan. Um, I think, like, we House just- Bunny? Oh! Role of a lifetime for ben. her. Ben! Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what she, do you mean, Ben? Do no, you even see the movie? No, I'm sorry. I thought you were confusing her with Anna Faris at first. Because no. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Emma Stone. 100%. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I know who Emma Stone is. Wait, was Emma Stone? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, she was like the head of the sorority. The head of the nerd sorority. I think you're right. With I Anna Faris. Right. I didn't think I'm right. I know every line of House Bunny. Unbelievable movie. Unbelievable movie. Yeah, yeah, she was in it. Okay, I just want to make sure. I always get House Bunny confused with Sydney White. Don't know that movie, so. Yes, you do. Amanda Bynes turns like that loser fraternity into like the coolest fraternity. Wow, I missed an Amanda Bynes movie. That's oh my God, crazy. you've never seen it? It's no, so never good. Seen it. Cool. Okay, well, back to Emma Stone. Um, they are expecting their first child. The Oscar-winning actress was spotted cradling her baby bump in new photos obtained mm-hmm. by the Daily Mail. The couple has not confirmed the news themselves, but Stone, 32, was walking around L.A. With, on December 30th with a pal and her growing bump. She kept a casual and a plain back shirt, black leggings, and sneakers. Sounds like an um, outfit I would wear. And yes, in September, Page Six exclusively reported that the couple had quietly tied the knot amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. So that is what you were referring to. Mm-hmm. So this is just lovely. I mean, she's so fabulous. I don't know who this guy is but happy for I think him he, i think he was a writer on snl i believe he was as well god i know so much about this uh, by the way are you like secretly keeping up with emma stone like after i fall asleep no i think that i just read one article and i was or one i time. saw or i saw like a picture and i was like who the fuck is this guy because mm-hmm. she really is she's great she's hilarious she's eligible she's just great she's a great you could say it. you actress. love her you love her. she's a great actress and i was just like who is this guy and it made sense. I'm like, oh, he's like that like funny guy in the background. Like, Yeah, he's a writer for SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, funny guys always finish first. Yes, they do. Um, so yes, they do. We're happy for her. And yeah, we're course. wishing her the best. And that's great. Now, the next story is very interesting. And I would just absolutely love to get your take on it. It's Wait, what's his last name before we get to this? McNary. Or McCary. McCary. I was just thinking of what their, the baby's name could be. Do we know if it's a boy or a girl? Did you read the same article as I did? No, we don't know. Interesting. All right, next up, please, I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on this. From the cut, influencers are feuding after both naming their babies baby. What? Okay. Who named their baby baby? Let me, allow me. Alleged friends and confirmed Instagram personalities, Jessica Hart and Sasha Benz, who have reportedly been warring over whose baby is baby. So... The first thing I noticed is that this this um, article refers to Jessica Hart as a influencer, which is so disrespectful considering how she's like a full-blown supermodel. And what I know her best for is being in the Victoria's Secret fashion show the year that Taylor Swift was performing. And she spoke to the press and said Taylor Swift doesn't really fit in with these group of girls. And Taylor Swift got her fired. And she never worked for Victoria's Secret ever again. Um, but she still is a bona fide supermodel. So... I just think New York Magazine referring to her as an influencer is, like, really fucking rude. Um, but, okay. Allegedly, Hart, who's a supermodel, recently named her newborn daughter Baby. News that came as an affront to Sasha Benz, who named her daughter Baby, B-A-Y-B-I, three years ago. She was allegedly devastated by this seeming theft of intellectual property. Benz stopped speaking to Jessica Hart for a time. Baby verse baby. Sasha Benz named her baby B-A-B-Y. Baby 
from Jessica Hart is B-A-Y-B-I. Jessica Hart is an Australian model and the founder of Luma Beauty. Sasha Benz is the owner of the Montauk, New York-based shops Wild Blue and Wild Black and the founder of a blog called All My Friends Are Models. Okay, so she is an influencer. I just wanted to put that out there. Whose baby was baby first? Sasha Benz, spelled B-A-B-Y. Okay. And then... And she's friends with... Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sasha Benz was first, but hers is B-A-Y-B-I. Baby. Baby. Okay. Interesting. So I... Like, her kid is already three years old, named Baby. Good. I don't want to speak ill of anybody's... Child. Child. So... So don't. I'm happy that we are all named Baby. Yeah. That being said, Sasha Benz, B-A-Y-B-I, that's like, a, that's nice. It's, a, it's baby, but it's spelled a it's little creative. bit differently. It's creative. That's what, I agree. Nice. This Australian lady, yeah. B-A-B-Y, that's like naming your, it's like my name being man. Or like your name being like foot. It's so dumb. Yeah, no, like, I, not, I mean, not, again, not to be mean, but like... <laughs> B-A-Y-B-I. That's a creative spin on baby. I actually completely agree. You can, you can call them Bay. And B-B. So, there's something there. I actually think it's a very cool name. It's cool. I completely baby. agree. And like you and can also like put like that. Like It's funny. It's ironic that B-A-B-Y is not B-A-Y-B-I. Because of how because it's pronounced. Because baby, it's a little... Uh, I guess Australian. It's a little Australian. Ba- yeah. Baby. No, I agree. I happen to think that naming your baby baby B-A-Y-B-I is a very like celebrity, interesting, cool. cool thing to do. Yeah. You could call them Bay. You could call them BB. I agree. I, and I think if you're going to copy such a... I mean, no one names their kid baby. And if these two people know each other, it's 100% clear that Jessica Hart got it from Sasha Benz. I think just go all the way because B-A-Y-B-I is better than naming your kid B-A-B-Y. Is it possible that B-A-B-Y is just a placeholder and this is just like being blown out of proportion? What, do you think in a few years the kid's name is going to be toddler? No, just something else. No, that's not how names work, Ben. It's, no, but maybe she is. Maybe <laughs> no. she just like was, they're, they're just like, we're not ready to make the commitment on this name. Well, They're you calling know, her like baby girl one. Right. And you know, in the hospitals, yeah, like if you don't have a name on the birth certificate, they call it baby girl soffer yep. or baby boy soffer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I do think this is a little illusory of Jessica Hart. I'm not going to lie to like steal the name and make it worse. It's, it's just a strange, strange article. Yeah. No, this is just not what I saw for the year. It's just very odd. Yeah. It's very odd. Um, our fifth and final story is a little Bachelor news, which is going to lead us into our recap of The Bachelor, which Ben and I had the privilege of watching last night. And our um, Bachelor recap segment is brought to you by Beachbody. It's a new year, and our resolution is always to get in better shape. We like to work out, but we just feel like nothing ever actually delivers results. We're crazy busy where we can't dedicate an hour or more to working out. And it's so easy to slip back into those unhealthy routines being home and s- with a stocked pantry doesn't help. Beachbody On Demand offers over 1,500 at-home workouts plus nutrition plans, so no matter what your goals are, they have a program that'll help you build and keep healthy habits. Plus, they have a history of success. This is the company behind P90X, Insanity, and 21 Day Fix. Now check out some of Beachbody's newest programs like Muscle Burns Fat and 80 Day Obsessions. You can get motivated by celebrity super trainers you know, like Tony Horton, Joel Freeman, and Autumn Calabrese. Beachbody is ideal for all fitness levels, including bodybuilding and weight training. They've trained a million 
Millions of people on how to lose weight, burn calories, and get totally ripped. You can work out on your schedule for as short as 10 minutes a day, and it doesn't require any extra equipment because living in New York, there's just not enough space to be like throwing around balls and stuff. Um, you can access Beachbody t- anywhere. Um, you can view the workouts on your computer, smart TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. And we've got the best deal in fitness because listeners of The Morning Toast can try it absolutely free. 2020 is behind us. It's a new year, which means it's time to get in shape. And doing anything from home, from home is just like so fabulous for me. And now that me and Ben switched to Apple TV, it's just like such a premium experience having our Beachbody workouts on the, t- the television. Um, and I'm really getting into yoga because I'm learning how to like stretch and breathe. And it's just really fabulous. Um, it's a new year, which means it's time to get in shape to get a special free trial, no obligation membership, text toast to 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform, all the workouts, nutrition information, and support absolutely free. Just text toast. Toast to 303030. Again, that's texting T O A S T to 303030. Check it out. A couple of things that I love about that very quickly. Number yeah. one, I feel like people don't utilize the text as much as they should. Texting toast to 303030. It's a great way to sign so up. So much easier. I couldn't agree more. You know, text message marketing is really fantastic. I agree. Also, Beach body sounds great. Yeah, no, you should do it with me I, one time. I, I think I really should. Okay, next up, this is a People Magazine article where Matt James is reacting to Jimmy Kimmel's wife picking his final three women. So, I don't, know if, I don't know if you know this, but every year, because Jimmy Kimmel's on ABC, after the premiere of The Bachelor, maybe after like the second or third episode, Jimmy Kimmel gives his predictions for who makes the top four and then who wins. And he like really does a very, very good job. Like he's almost, if not always right. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because like, what did we watch? 30 women last night? Like, how do you really know? It makes me feel like he cheats 100%. I know. I know. But wait, so I'm going to tell you who he chose as his top three. Okay. But I, you're going to have to describe them. I will. Me. I will. Okay. On Monday night's episode of Jimmy Kimmel Live, which aired uh, after the season premiere of The Bachelor's 25th season, the 53-year-old talk show revealed that his wife, Molly McNeary, made an early guess about which three women will be finalists for James's season. Detailing what that he would watch James's face very closely to see how it would react. Kimmy held up three photographs. Bree Springs, who's the girl I was obsessed with, green dress, came out first. I remember Bree. Gorgeous. Yeah, she's cool. Um, Abigail Herringer, who is the girl who got the first impression rose, who is deaf. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel Kirk Connell, who is, um, she was crying during the prayer. She was like, I'm sorry, I was just like very moved by that. Yes. She was like a cute brunette. Yeah, she... Um I, was, I would, she, was, she, was she the one who sat back in the back of the pickup truck with him and they drank tea? No, 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 mm. no. I'm try, there was, like, nothing remarkable about this girl. She was just, like, in the episode a lot. She was really cute. Oh, you said she looked like Cammie Mendez. Oh, that's the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she wins. Yeah, yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah, what do you mean nothing remarkable about her? No, I just mean, like, she didn't bring a vibrator. Like, oh, I understand. She didn't have something stupid that I could reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so what do you think about What's those that girl's t- name? That is Rachel uh, Kirk Connell. Yeah, Rachel Kirk Connell. I think wins the whole thing. And why do you say that? Uh, I just think that from what I've seen of Matt James, not Joan, James, right? Matt James. James. So Matt James is is like in this, maybe he wasn't on The Bachelor before, but he's certainly in that world. Because he's best friends with best Tyler friends C. Best friends with Tyler, Tyler C. I had seen him before and I couldn't figure out why. And then I just like started looking through his pictures and it's like, okay, like you're, you're in the scene you're, you're doing this thing. It's not like they just found him in bumfuck no. and brought him here. No, they, He's been in the scene you know what? marinating. I totally agree. And they keep being like, this is his, f-. and it is his first time doing all this, but like, let's acknowledge the fact that he like was like a, a, in a he was a, 
He's a C-list, like there's. No, he, what's the word I'm looking for? Like he was an extension of Bachelor Nation. Yeah, he he knows all the people. Yeah, he knows how this all goes. But he he's under- never done it. I, I totally, and I'm not saying that he's inauthentic. I think that he's authentic, and he was nervous and all that stuff. I just think that when you're in that world, like post Bachelor, you enter into like. Uh, L.A. celebrity la la land. I agree. Whether you're like Z-list or whatever it may be, you're still in that world. Okay. And guys that are in that world like girls that look like Cami Mendes. Yeah. Like I just think that she looks very actressy. Oh, okay. You That's you interesting. You don't get that vibe. I-, I didn't know where you were going with that, but sure, sure, sure. I meant sure. that she looks like an actress. Yeah. Well, I think that more so than anybody else. I. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what an actress looks like, but I do think that these are really three really good picks. And Jimmy Kimmel told um, and his wife think that Rachel Kirkconnell, Cami Mendes, who you say, is going to be the bride. Like they think that she wins. Oh, I'm right. I'm right too. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm right. Um, and then James, his only response was, "I would say that your wife has great taste." No oh, doubt. They can't give out any answers, obviously. Um, but I just do think it's interesting that I, I would have pegged those. As my top as well. Also, I think the pickup truck girl, I think her name is Kayla. I yeah, she was cool. She was awesome. I would have included her in the top four as well. Anybody but Victoria. Okay, so now let's dive into the episode. This was really like your first time ever watching a full episode of The Bachelor. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. You always like come in and out when no, I'm watching. No, I've watched full episodes. I just don't like it. And you made a good point last night. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are very different. Very different. The Bachelor, I actually enjoyed. The Bachelorette, I want to fucking throw myself out a window. Why? Because What's, it's I mean, just, I know why I do, but... The, the drama with the guys is just so much worse. It's loser on it's loser a, crime. Yeah, it's just like every guy is trying to be like a fitness model influencer. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're all just like with their abs and like, I just don't... It's it's not even like a guy-girl thing. It's just like... No, I'm the just, women are just, more interesting, 100%. They're just so much more interesting. Like, I just don't need to see a collection of 35 guys... Like, there is no... I'm sorry for saying this. This is going to be very intense. Okay. There is no self-respecting guy that goes on a show with 30 other guys to win the heart of one girl. I I don't think that's it at all. I actually disagree with that. I think okay. it's I think it's nice, but I just think from an entertainment perspective, like these guys are just like they're even like the best of them. Like it's all very illusory. I, I don't I, I don't think that it is. I just I, I'm no, I think that it is very illusory. I but just so think wait, that, wait. Okay, wait. I'm going to call you out on your, you on, your on your chauvinism. I, no, it's not chauvinism. Why, I have a, I have a Why answer. is it not why is it? Why can women do that? And it's not like self-respecting. It's not. It's not that women. Uh, women have the ability to be friends with other girls better than guys do in those situations. In my opinion, if I there's think, one girl, I think you're such. This is t- such toxic masculinity, and I didn't really realize it until this episode. Honestly, what do you mean? You're just like so toxically masculine. You just really are. Okay. First with the Olivia Wilde thing, and now with this. Like, no, I agree with you. I'm hardly toxically (laughs) masculine. Let me just say. By the way, toxically masculine? I don't know. I just made that up. Uh, Let me just say, I agree with you. Like, The Bachelor is so much better as a TV show. The women are more interesting in a million different ways. The way they argue, the way they laugh, the way they dress. It it adds a hundred different layers to why it's better. But I don't think that The Bachelorette is bad for the reasons that you do. I just think it's a lesser show. I, I disagree. I think that the guys are losers, <laughs> no. and I and I think that there's a far better chance that a girl can leave the Bachelorette, not win, but pursue a career. Of course, on, of course, online of course. than a guy shirtless 
like these these fucking losers. No. That's that's my point. My okay. point is is that you can have ulterior motives as a girl, go on The Bachelor and succeed. You can't go on The Bachelorette as one of 30 goons and then just everybody become a cyclist instructor. No. It just doesn't work the same way. Okay. Well, you know what? So I'm actually giving props to women that they are actually interesting. In, more interesting. And I thought that this was such an interesting group of girls. I think there's a few people we need to talk about. Yeah. One is Kit who was the blonde yes. girl with the big, uh, poofy pink dress, mm-hmm. who uh, it was otherwise unremarkable, except for the fact that she rolled up in a Bentley. And if you are a sleuth like I am, you know that she's Cynthia Rowley's daughter. Cynthia Rowley is a huge fashion designer. Um, and this is her daughter. She's the youngest contestant. She's 21 years old. And honestly, she's kind of like a bitch. She looks just like, sorry, not Queen's just Queen's like, Gambit. Who's that? Did you not see Ke- Queen's Gambit? No. Man, you need to start watching But is that TV. the same actress no. that's in The Politician? No. Oh, you think she looks like Lucy Boynton? Is she the one who uh, tries to have a threesome with Ben Platt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think she looks like um, I think she looks like uh, Queen's Gambit, Beth Harmon. I for, I, for, I forget that actress's name, but um, I think that she is like thinks she's too good to be there, and like she's just. I just have a feeling she's going to give me villainy vibes. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the front runner in terms of villains is Victoria. Yeah, that's why I don't think that she's not giving me villainy vibes. She's reacting to the most annoying woman on the planet. She was really annoying. And I just think, like, any, like, woman who, like, shows up with a throne, like, it's just, it's never going to be good. No, you can show up with a throne. Leave it at the door. <laughs> no, every totally. Every woman's shtick was left at the door, except, except for, for annoying, vibrating Vibrator girl. girl. Yeah, and that girl's also annoying. Oh, so annoying. Like, imagine your personality being a vibrator. No, you, you made a funny joke. It's like the person, I, I'm, I fall victim to this. You make a joke, and then you don't let it go. You can't let it go. You can't just stop making the same joke. I do you that, You made too. the joke. It's over. Yeah. You came in on a throne. You were the queen. It was cute. You gave him the king crown. That's it. King, queen, leave it at the door. Every other, like, every time that she interrupts, the queen's here. Yeah, she like, was... get the fuck <laughs> out of here. The queen's here. She was... So annoying. So annoying. Oh. And just, like, I don't know. She was the definition of, like, she, she just thought, like, she was going to walk in there and just be the queen and like that she was everything of the sort. Somebody lied to her several times and told her that she was like fly hot and sexy and beautiful because she just walked in like really thinking she was the queen of these girls and like she wasn't. She was just one of 30. I hate this show and this franchise because she was picked. I know for a fact there is no shot in hell that he wanted to pick her. No. I turned to you and I said, are they really about to give the rose to this fucking girl just to keep her on because she has drama? And, and I you told said, ben, I promise. I told Ben, I said, I would literally guarantee like every dollar I've ever made in my life. Like, of course, Victoria gets a rose. And of course she got the final rose when she is just insufferable. Say nothing insufferable. of the sort. the sort. Yeah, no. And that's what I was trying to explain to Ben, who's new to the franchise. It's like, it, oh my God, there's a fire alarm. Do you think there's a... Okay, I think we're fine. Um, I think that that's what I was trying to explain to you because you are new to the franchise. Like, it doesn't always make sense. Like, Matt James is such, and we should talk about him as a bachelor. Like, he is a stand-up guy. Like, yeah. when he opened with a prayer, I was like, oh, man, this man. Like, he's just like, you could tell he's a good guy. He loves his mom so much. He's a stand-up guy. And in no realm of possibility would he ever be interested in a girl like Victoria. So, therefore, henceforth, she should not get a rose. But that's why the franchise is annoying. They reward behavior like that. Yeah, she's terrible. Also, his mom's so fly. So fly. Like, like, she, like she was super cool. I don't know. I just, I got the feeling that he was like a cool, good guy. I agree. He seemed super nice, smart, 
ex-football player or a, like college football player. Col- he played Wake, Wake Forest. Forest. I think it's the, the Demon Deacons. Something like that is the name of the Wake Forest team. Are they good? Uh, they were actually pretty decent this year. They were. Um, and they're just like a great school. Like Chris Paul went to Wake Forest. Like oh. it's, a, it's a great school. Like great. It's a, very impressive to be a college athlete from Wake Forest. Now let me question. ask you. How tall is Chris Harrison? Not that tall, but Matt James is really tall. He, Matt James gives me like 6'5 vibes. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. And let me ask you a question because mm-hmm. you're obviously very well versed in sports. And I would love to know what your thoughts are on like former slash failed pro athletes going on The Bachelor. Like obviously Colton Underwood was uh, – he was on an NFL team. Yeah, so the, the difference to me, not to speak poorly of Colton. And there was or, also or a guy people. named Clay. I don't know what team he played on, but he played for football. He was such a nice guy. I don't like uh, failed athletes. I don't consider Matt James a failed athlete. No, I'm not talking about him. I'm just no. talking about in general. I'm, I'm saying unless you made it pro. Yeah, no, I mean. Like, you know who was? I actually, I, I take back what I said. If somebody's going to offer you the ability to turn your career when mm-hmm. your career has ended and right. you can go and be on TV, who the f- who's going to say no? Right. I don't like, blame them. Like, honestly, like, a success story is Jordan Rogers, Aaron Rogers' brother. Yeah. He made it pro and, like, bench surfed, like, for a year, and it was just not it. And then he went on The Bachelor, and now he has a huge job at uh, SEC. Is that the network? Yeah. What's it stand for? Uh, it's, it's like a division of college. Oh, no, then that's not the yeah, network. Yeah, SEC Network. It could oh, there's be. a network? It could be, yeah. Yeah, so he has a great job there, and, like, he really turned it around, and, like, sometimes I don't even associate him with Bachelor Nation anymore. Like, he's just a sports guy. Which is interesting, because I feel like the people in sports associate him with The Bachelor. And of probably, course. And probably don't like him. Of course, so, but he has so many Instagram followers. People know who he, who he is. Like, it's a really good move on behalf of SEC to hire him, and he's, like, very good-looking, well-versed, yeah. and he's a Rogers. I mean, he's... Even a, though they don't talk. He's an influencer. Well, no, you know what? I, I, I've been very hard on him and JoJo. I didn't really believe in their love, but now they've been engaged for like three years. Like, no, they don't bother anyone. Um, I actually think like what he's done with his job, I'm sure people in the sports industry see it differently, but from where I stand, like, I think what he's done is so impressive. Like all the guys on The Bachelor, like want to go into sports. Like, of course, who, who wouldn't? And I'm sure the sports world is like, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah, but all the guys that are on The Bachelor want to go into sports because it was like their passion. Like, like guys like sports. That's the yeah. same way that like every, every kid in high school is like, oh, I want to be a sports agent. You know, and, and then and, like you go and become an accountant. No, and that's well, like, like girls from The Bachelor like do like beauty and lifestyle content. That's like what a lot of girls want to do. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I was never a fan of Jordan Rogers. And really? Like, and like I was particularly not a fan when we were watching last night and they were promoting Heineken's uh, no alcohol beer. Yeah. Like just I thought that was a cute commercial. Really? By the way, no one is more negative about The Bachelor than me, but I'm thinking that you could take my crown. You could be Queen Victoria. No, I mean, the show last night was was a fine show. It was though. good, yeah. but so long. Was it? Two hours. It didn't even feel like two hours. Time flew. Oh, my God. No, no. I was, like, really getting exhausted towards the end. Yeah, no. But uh, if Victoria lasts another week, I know that they're just keeping her there. And that's just not cool. Like, let let. No, she'll last way more than a week. Let Matt find love. She'll last way more than a week. There's still, like, 25 girls there. So they go from 50 to 25 on the first night? No, no. There was, like, 30. Oh, there were. The first night, I think they only sent two or three girls home last night. And for the first couple weeks, they send home, like, two girls, three girls, and then it's one, one, one. When you get down to, like, 15, Mm -hmm. they get it. And then you get cut to four, go to hometown, three, make the next round, and then two, get engaged Mm -hmm. or proposed to or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
So, dildo vibrator didn't make it, right? No, she did. Oh, she did. She was so annoying. Yeah. She looked. And when she threw her vibrator in that girl's face, Mari, who I thought was so pretty, when she was talking about her family, like what they've experienced with the so, hurricanes. So fucked up. Down in Puerto Rico. Like that was so fucked up. But it's also not uh, vibrators, vibrator girl's fault. Like she didn't know what they were talking about. No. And, and like everybody just like cuts in. It was just rude to like tap her on the shoulder with a dildo. You know that production like forced her to go. Like they, they coordinate these things to happen perfectly. Bastards. Bastards. So Bastards. sad. So sad. She also looks just like a girl from a different season. That girl. Well, that's just everyone. No, but everybody looked like somebody on this show. It was crazy. Yeah. That one girl that looked just like the mom from Modern Family. Yes, Ben thought there was a girl who looked like Julie Bowen, but I didn't know who he was talking about. Honestly, it was a really premium experience watching with Ben. I usually watch alone and like make content on my Instagram, and it's just like so boring, two hours long. But I, I hope you'll join me for the coming weeks. Oh, I'll join you. I'll join you. Sounds even, good to me. Even though it's on a Monday and there is football on, right? Yeah, there there isn't now because it's the playoffs. They okay. don't really do Monday Night Football. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to watch with you. Well, that's a wrap on our first episode together. I hope you had a good time. Thank you so much for being here. I did. And thank you to everyone who listened. Ben will be back tomorrow for another episode. And tomorrow is Wednesday, so we're going to do our Dear Toaster segment. Tomorrow is Tuesday. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Is it really? Yes. Tomorrow is Wednesday. And it'll be Dear Toasters, which is our advice segment. So I'm sure Ben will be hilarious giving advice. So make sure to write into deartoasters at gmail.com if you have a specific inquiry for Ben. Um, uh, just a few things I want to talk about before I wrap up. Just a little promo. Obviously, my book comes out January 26, 2021. Feel free to pre-order it now at girlwithnojob.com slash book. All the versions are available for pre-order. And once you pre-order the book, you can enter in my giveaway. All you have to do is forward your proof of purchase to book at girlwithnojob.com. And I'm going to pick five winners to win a huge bundle of TMT merch in your size. So I'm really excited for that. Also, if you head over to my Instagram, I made a new Instagram filter for Instagram stories promoting my book. It has a little bathtub. You can get in it, tag me in it. I can't wait to see what you guys do. And I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're listening to this on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, the Morning Toast, and leave a five star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you have an amazing day, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow for our hump day.